1: 5.02 in the Southland on a live imaging Tuesday on Sonato and Cap. It is time for What You Need to Know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino, Resort, and Spa. Good times. That's the 90 minutes from wherever you are. It's weird doing this in the same room with her, but take it away, Producer Lizzie. Thanks, Christopher. Wait, so, wait.
2: Can we tell, settle on what we're going to eat?
3: Yeah. I th- thought we decided on Craft and Fire because of Greg's suggestion.
2: Did you suggestion.
3: like it? I mean... It's great. Can it's you give great. it a shot? It's great. I at
2: okay. the we other. We're day. just
1: there a few weeks. Ago. They have smoked
4: meats.
3: Well, I ordered like soup, and they gave me like.
2: Might want to turn on your mic.
3: Mac and cheese that they said was still soup. What are you
4: doing? Can Come you on, not man! Turn your like major on? market people expect their mics to be no, no, turned actually, on for don't. Don't. them. Do you think that's that not miss, that small, mark, they used small turn, market? Small
1: market. No, I controlled his no, own control mic. No,
4: he could if he wanted so to control but his he ex- own mic. But he expects he expects to have his mic turned on for him. like a star, like a star in a major market.
3: Go ahead. I bet Hacksaw Dead. had his own mic on. Go ahead, Linz. All right. A mystery respiratory illness affecting dogs has made its way to California over the past few weeks. L.A. County has seen 10 reported cases. The symptoms include cough, sneezing, nasal discharge, lack of energy or appetite. And vets said that it's important to get your dog looked at sooner rather than later yeah. if these symptoms occur to keep him from getting pneumonia. Um, you know, these sim- symptoms are very similar to other respiratory illnesses in dogs, but a lot of dogs are... You know, um, I don't want to be morbid here, but a lot of dogs are not making it through this illness. So the best thing to do is keep your dog away from public places like groomers and dog parks and make sure he's up to date on all his
4: What all is this, it? like scenes. dog COVID or something?
3: It kind, of, kind of sounds like that.
4: They got a Moderna for it?
1: Not yet. That's good, Cappy. That's real good. God, you're really medium market today.
4: No. I want you to turn my mic on for me. Like a like a major market star. I'm turning my mic off.
1: See, it's thin. Mm
2: -hmm. It is
1: thin. You gotta process it.
4: Gotta throw it through a processor, (laughs) do we? (laughs) All
2: right, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. So make sure your pets are okay. What about cats? Is it just is it just dogs? It says
3: it's just dogs, oh. at least for now, but so, you know, these things mutate.
4: You know, I've got Jack back in my house now. Yeah,
3: I noticed that. So I asked you on Thanksgiving to smell Jack's paws. Did you do it? I
4: did smell his paws.
3: And what'd they smell like?
4: They do. They have a Frito-y Thank smell. You. That's they all do. I wanted to the know. The dog's paws kind of smell like Frito. That's yeah. all I wanted to know. It sort of smells like a hot yoga room.
3: No, because I feel like it smells kind of good. Like, it's your dog's, I don't know. Well, Well, a hot yoga room smells
4: good, too, when you walk in and it hits you in the face and you're like, what the hell is that smell? And you're like, ooh, I think I know that smell.
3: Is that what you said when you smelled Jack's Paws? I was like, Fritos. Yeah.
4: Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right.
3: See, I'm glad you did it, Cappy.
4: Thank you. George, as you were. (laughs) Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) I'm hungry. You're looking at that menu I am looking at this menu. I don't know, man. Smoked meats? Should I get some of this Bedia?
1: They're, no. They're, well, you could. I mean, it's a barbecue joint. Their brisket is amazing. Okay. Their tri-tip is amazing. hmm Everything's amazing. Hold I
4: on. know. I just feel like I've had so much turkey and like- uh, What I, do you want then? I had tri-tip also. Their tri-tip's great. You know? Last I a- night I had a couple of meat the bulls. So do you want like, there's chicken in there.
3: Cappy, they know. have a, a prime hand-cut tomahawk. I don't
1: uh, that's want probably that. a little. That's about, a lot. Yeah, that's a I don't want m- that. much. I know, but I would like uh-huh. something light. We're supposed to go for a walk tonight. After we are. The
4: show. We are. That's right. We're going to walk the streets of downtown LA, which is, you know, in some ways taking our lives in our no, hands. No, don't start. No, it's true. No,
3: he's right. He's no, right. It's true. Both
1: of you. I mean, Just we'll make be sure hard.
3: you watch where you walk.
1: Right. But Chewy's coming with us. Well, at least we got some protection. Yeah. By the way, I added some processing. Let's see.
4: No.
0: It's thin, Cappy, it's I thin. know, but it
4: kind of sounds like the end of the Cars for Kids commercial. <laughs> <laughs> what he says pay, pay for, by- pay for. Like cars for kids. <laughs> God, I have built a sports
2: talk empire. Cappy, while you decide what we're going to eat, mm-hmm. the Rams were eaten with Kyron Williams again. Kyron Williams is good. Can we ad- Can we admit that? We can not only admit it.
4: Um we should celebrate it because when you're out for four weeks and you're injured and the first game back you make that sort of contribution. Yeah. Very impressive. He's good. Now, I will just say this, just to temper my excitement for okay. the possibilities. The Cardinals are terrible. They are terrible. They are they're an awful football team.
2: And but, but listen they did you. have Kyler Murray back. And they did beat the Cowboys without Kyler Murray earlier this season. I know. And look, the Jets
4: earlier this season are the only blemish on the Eagles' record. So sometimes a bad team beats a good team. But they're better with Kyler Murray than they are Josh Dobbs. Um, yes, but Kyler Murray's only played like two weeks, so right. he's not exactly back to who he was before he got hurt. Yeah, but Kyron Williams was out all this time, and he's back. He... Kyron Williams, you got to give it up to the Rams and really their scouting department. yeah, you know because to go find a guy, look, if you go from high school to Notre Dame on a football scholarship, yeah, you're a top 200 player in the country. yes. So when when the kids at Notre Dame, you already know that he's kind of being thought of as a guy who could be a future star yeah out of high school. Go to Notre Dame, very nice career at Notre Dame, mm-hmm. but not the kind of career where you're a second or third round draft choice. You're a mid-round draft choice. Yeah. Hey, you're a guy who played at Notre Dame. You played big-time college football. You're a serviceable player. Maybe we can get a couple of years out of this kid in a backup kind of a role. Little did anybody know at the beginning of this year that Kyron Williams would become the feature back of the Rams. I'm not about to tell you that he's Todd Gurley. Hardly. What I am going to tell you is this, though. The Rams are much better on offense than... When they have some semblance of a running game. Of a running game. Yeah, because it takes the pressure off of Stafford at this stage. And it sets up the the screen game. Yeah. It sets up the play action game. Yeah. And it was very impressive to see a good team, and they're good. The Rams are good. They're not great. No, they're they're They're, they're solid. Yeah. Beat down a bad team. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. But the Rams, George, a lot of it comes down to this Sunday.
2: Oh, but things are lining against Cleveland. Yes, right. But things are lining up in their favor. Miles Garrett said he
4: heard a pop yeah. in his shoulder. Right. And Lindsay, you may be able to give us an injury report on my. I mean, it's only Tuesday, so yeah. I'm not sure exactly what the Browns know. Yeah. Well,
3: there's no structural damage according to the MRI.
4: Okay, that's good. Um, what my- they always say though, Miles Garrett heard a pop. Right.
2: Dorian Thompson Robinson took a pop. Did you see that hit? Yeah. And by the way, that was I would not have flagged that hit. I, I think, thought that was a weak flag. Like just because the guy
4: led with a shoulder. Yes, but the crown of his helmet did hit Dorian Thompson Robinson under the face mask. So it is helmet Barely. to helmet contact. Barely. But the Rams, George. A lot of it comes down to this Sunday.
2: Oh, but things are lining against Cleveland.
4: Yes, right. But things are lining up in their favor. Miles Garrett said he heard a pop yeah. in his shoulder. Right. And, Lindsay, you may be able to give us an injury report on my... I mean, it's only Tuesday, so yeah. I'm not sure exactly what the Browns know. But well, yeah. there's
3: no structural damage, according to the MRI.
4: Okay, that's good. Um it's what my- they always say, though. Miles Garrett heard a pop. Right. Dorian Thompson-Robinson
2: took a pop. Did you see that hit? Yeah. And, by the way, that was... I would not have flagged that hit. I, I th- thought that was a weak flag. Like, just because... the guy led with a shoulder.
4: Yes, but the crown of his helmet did hit Dorian Thompson-Robinson under the face mask. So it is helmet-to-helmet contact. Barely. I understand, but if that were Patrick Mahomes, you might think that's a penalty. I'm with Mark Sanchez on the broadcast who said that's weak. Well, I disagree, because of course that's my quarterback. You understand one thing, by the way, that Dorian Thompson-Robinson on prize picks— yeah. Had to throw 30
2: passes. Yeah.
4: So I had Dorian Thompson Robinson to throw for more than 30 passes. Right,
2: and then he got hurt, and then you were done. Do you know how many passes he threw? 29. That's right. Yeah.
4: He threw 29 passes. Mm. He got hurt and did not come back and throw his 30th and 31st pass. Yeah. And I had a six-way play going. $10 for $250. And
2: you got the other five.
4: And I got the other five.
2: Ugh. So the ten dollar play turned into a hundred dollars. You know what? That once happened to me in Vegas. I did a sixteen parlay on my bachelor party, and my buddies and I—they were like, "Pick a basketball parlay." And everything came in except the Knicks over because Amari Stoudemire decided to sit the second half. Come on, Amari Stoudemire!
4: Yeah. Do better, bro. Amari, come on—we got he's, money on these games. He's—you uh, know—he's—he converted to Judaism. Amari. Hey, my brother. Yeah, my man. Yeah, good. We need more. Yeah, uh, we need as many brothers as we can get. So anyhow. Um, so I feel your pain. Well, the thing about the the, the Rams, though, about this upcoming weekend is this. Look. They're, things are trending for them. DTR is hurt. Right. And he's a rookie quarterback. Yeah, Walker's we'll, going to play. Uh, well. Probably. Tonight, I'll tell you this, George. Mm. Oh, do you have inside information? So the, the Browns are here in L.A.
2: already. Oh, right. They came straight over. Right.
4: They went from Denver to L.A. Right. And if I had to take a guess, when they planned that trip, they were like, Denver just got beat by 70 points. I mean... Let's go from Denver to L.A. We'll and have a nice week. Yeah, yeah. Little do they know. Nope. All of a sudden, Denver's a real team with
2: five straight wins. Yeah. So they lose the game. They come over here to L.A. Yeah. That Sean Payton uh, take you had at the beginning of the season. Yeah, it's not well.
4: looking good. Not yeah. looking good at not all. Sean, well. Sean Payton is proving to be a professional coach. Yeah. You know, And, and you can see what a professional coach looks like in Denver yeah. versus an unprofessional coach in San Diego. Which, by the way, he could have been the coach of the Chargers. Well, he could have, but they won't pay him. I think that's the one he wanted. Yeah. But they won't pay him. But uh, am
2: I accurate to say that, that that's the one he probably wanted? You are accurate to say that that's what the rumor was. Right. That that's what he wanted. Right. But they wouldn't pay him. Right. And by the way, Justin Herbert could have used somebody like that. Yeah, because Justin Herbert has gone backwards. He For three years, he was a top three to five quarterback, and this year he looks like a shell of it. And
4: there's been like six games so far this year that have been one-score games yeah. where he's had a chance to either tie the game or win the game in a last drive, and he's failed like... Six, Six out of seven times. Yeah. I've got all the numbers I can bring them up for. Oh, you. okay. But, look, back to the Rams. Yeah. If DTR cannot play, if P.J. Walker has to play and start at quarterback, mm-hmm. or how about this? Joe Flacco, maybe. Maybe Joe Flacco? Oh, that's
2: right. Joe Flacco got signed this year. So tonight... If you're the Rams, you want Joe Flacco. So I'd
4: much rather Joe Flacco than P.J. Walker. Tonight, I'm going to get done with the show. Yeah. Yeah and my BFF, you're going to find out who's the offensive coordinator of the Browns. But you're not breaking that news. Is working over at the team hotel tonight. Yeah. I'm going over to have dinner. Okay. So So you're going to eat
2: with us and then have dinner with him? Well,
4: it's it's going to be a later dinner with him. Oh, okay. So yes, I'd like to eat with you guys yeah. and then I'll go visit with
2: him. Are we ordering that thing? I don't know yet. I got to th- I just I
3: th- texted you guys. I said I'll have a Caesar salad. Okay. Should I get
2: the Bedia? I mean, you can. The short rib BDIA quesadilla? I mean, if you want, okay.
4: I'm trying to sound like Mario Lopez, you know what I mean? That didn't sound like, like Mario. when Mario Lopez decided. No, Mario to get Lopez
2: decided when, when he decided right. to go and sound right. Latino. He See, did.
4: Should I get a birria quesadilla? <laughs> that sounded like Scarface. <laughs> right.
2: No, that sounded like Tattoo from Fantasy Island. A birria quesadilla. <laughs> That's not even like Latino. No. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. So you're you're gonna find out who the quarterback. is I don't know, know be. if they're gonna tell me, and I don't know if they even know, but
4: I'll tell you right now, if I were them, and I'll go in with a strong opinion. Hey guys. You should start Uh, PJ. You guys should start Flacco.
2: Really? Yeah, hundred percent. No way. Yeah, for sure. He's a sitting duck back there.
4: Um. Yeah, and their offensive line's not very good. Yeah. But then again, you know the Rams' pass rush is only okay.
2: I mean, it's still Aaron Donald, bro. I know. Well, there's one guy. Take all five offensive lines and get him. Start Joe Flacco, and then you're going to have PJ Walker in the game anyway. Well, maybe, but uh, (laughs) PJ Walker just
4: the way he came in last week for DTR brutal.
2: Yeah, but it's work. It's worked out well. P.J. Barker has more wins recently than Joe Flacco does in the National Football League after well, Joe's been resting. Right. Yeah. Joe's been relaxing.
3: But Joe beat the Browns last year. I- he did with the, the Rams, Jets.
2: Yep. This is the best version for you of the of the Browns you could possibly have gotten. Their top running back got hurt
4: earlier in the season. Yeah. Their top quarterback is out. Yeah. Their second quarterback's no good. Yeah. They're onto their third quarterback who's a rookie. They yeah. could be looking at their fourth quarterback. Their best defensive player is injured. Yeah. And even if he plays, he's not going to be hundred percent. The Rams are in the hunt, and their wide receiver Amari Cooper, who either is either busy dropping passes—oh my god—that or, or getting hurt. Yeah, that would have tied it. By the way, yeah, that would have tied the game.
2: Yeah, the one he the dropped two point in the end conversion. zone. Yeah, yeah. So yeah,
1: you've got prize picks, Cappy.
2: Thank you. <laughs> uh, all right, Cappy. Coming up next, let's get into the gutless Raiders. Okay, so gutless that JT wouldn't even show up today. Try it. He's a
1: gutless scumbag. Oh wow! Oh, that's excessive. Take like anyway, that, Brick. Go ahead. You don't come here, huh? We made you in Los Angeles. Well, that's not really true. Yeah. But we gave you a second run. And this <laughs> is what you do to us? You can't come out when it's tough. Yeah. Huh? The man that created gutless. I mean Lindsay showed up in Ohio State loss. By the way, this Cleveland thing, like Lobos. because of our that's my second favorite radio station. <laughs> KNR in Cleveland. I mean, Lindsay had a rough weekend with football.
3: Oh, I had a very rough weekend, I and it pissed me off yeah. all weekend. The whole weekend, a, I was mad.
1: I root for Ohio State and the Browns. Not so How
4: that works for you? I was rooting for Michigan. No, why? Why? Because you guys, because you guys all hate Harbaugh so much, and so I was just, just to be counterculture. <laughs> I was on the Michigan bandwagon You're all weekend. Such an idiot. No, seriously. Like Lindsay's just so like Well, but she's an Ohio State I know, but fan. she's so passionately angry about Michigan that I I she turned me into a Michigan fan. They probably cheated anyway. All right, listen to this. So, prize picks this weekend. Listen to this, George. Mm-hmm. A $10 play. Yeah. Kenny Pickett yeah. to pass for more than 195 and a half yards. Yeah, I would take Shaq. The no. Oh, you, it. No. Oh, you you got it. Yeah, he passed for 271. Wow. CJ Stroud to pass for more than 274 and a half. Check. He passed for over 300. Nico Collins, a wide receiver in Houston, more than 60 yards receiving. He had over 100 yards receiving. Yeah. Isaiah Pacheco from the Chiefs to have at least half of a pass or rush or receiving touchdown. So he needed to score. We did. Alvin Kamara to rush for more than 48 and a half yards. He rushed for 69. And lastly, Dorian Thompson Robinson to pass for more than 30 attempts. He got to 29 attempts. And he got hurt ah. and he never finished it. I got five out of six. Yeah. My $10 play turned into $100. Yeah. My $10 play was this close yeah. to turning into a $250 play. Yeah. 25 times my money, Jack. Yeah. What do you think about that? That would have been great. It was really nice. 10 yeah. times was good. Prizepicks.com slash Cappy, K A P P Y. Prizepicks.com slash Cappy, they will match your first deposit 100% up to $100. You put in 100, they put in 100. You put in 50, they put in 50. Get in the game prizepickscom slash
2: capital. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast. Featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
0: Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
1: Sedano and Cap on a live imaging Tuesday. These guys are more worried about the menu than doing the show right now. You're really
3: worked up, you know.
1: I am worked up. This is, I menu. To, this is how it used to be in the morning show days. Sit on Oh, you'll be dead in no time, then. <laughs> I'll be throwing stuff. <laughs> anyway, so on this day, back in 1987, the number one hit, Bill Medley and Jennifer Warren's. Wow. What Actually, it, was, it wasn't up where we belong.
4: Yeah, this is like Joe Cocker, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Oh. He's so good. I loved him. He had a great We'll do I've Had the Time of My Life next. I was thinking up where we belong. Because Brian Cohen's in here trying to show me how to post the podcast. I don't know what to do.
4: Come on, you have to do that now, too? Well, I've never done that before. Well, never,
1: you, ever, ever.
4: You mean to tell me you can't find somebody to do that for you?
1: Well, Funch is in the back. He said he might help me, because he's got Lakers talk tonight at yeah. 7 o'clock. Where's Bergy? That- Berg left, of course. He left me high and dry. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> it's a good song, anyway. I heard you
4: earlier today on Mason in Ireland, Christopher. Yes. You were, or Maybe it was on with Travis and Slee. You were saying that Mandy's 3 has to get to the next level. You're planning on taking it to a whole new level. Is that right?
1: Uh, well, we need to have partner support to do that. So,
4: Okay. You want partner support? Yeah. Okay. How much partner support you need? Tell me. I'll do it. I'll take care of it.
1: Well, you always say that. Yeah. Just like when you said you were going to plan out my birthday party. You never did that.
4: Well, that's different. Oh. This is different. Partner support is is my area of expertise. Is it? Yes. Planning birthday parties, not so good.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. We want it to be an all-day festival at Commerce. I think we're going to be outside. Okay. I want there to improve on some of the things we lacked last year.
4: So you want it to be like a Mandy Palooza?
1: Like a Mandy's Festivus or Festival.
4: okay. Gotcha. And are we keeping the name Mandy's? We are. You're sure about that? Yes. Because there's been some talk that we were going to change the name to the Burgies. (laughs) No. (laughs) That's not true? George's face. What?
1: (laughs) Why are you going after the guys? I'm not not going after who? You know. I'm just saying that there's been some scuttlebutt. If anything, we would call them the Pineys, not the Burgies.
4: Oh, because I'd heard around the office there were people that were going, did you hear? I said, hear what? We're changing the name of the Mandys. I said, to what? They said, to the Burgies." I said, why would we do
1: that? I mean, honestly, we'd call them the Carmies, but the Carmies already exist.
4: Okay, so the Burgies is not happening. No. As the manager of audio operations, we're not changing the name to the Burgies. <laughs> we're not. That's too bad.
1: I think we would go again with the Pineys. I disagree. I thought he was the director of content. Uh, no, I think he's the manager of audio operations. Oh, okay. I'm just curious. I you know. didn't get the
4: memo what, on your ESPN titles. email?
1: Yeah. I did not, actually. Hey there. I'm George Sedano. Why are you guys doing this bit on the kid, and he's not even here? No, I'm not bit not on the doing kid. A, You know what? You're no better than Mason and Ireland. when want are a low-end bit.
4: Hey, let me tell you something. What happened last week between Sedano and Bergman? What Ooh. happened? Ooh. What happened Ooh. now? It's my show. Yes.
2: Oh that! I mean, it created a lifetime uh, a drop for the lifetime. It makes
4: me think that we should have a new category when the Mandy's or the Bergies. We should have a new category
2: line of the year. Yeah. Can in. I talk? It's my show. Yes. Yeah. That
4: would win it every time, though.
2: I told Can Chris I talk. It's my show. Yes. I told Chris Paul that. I said, "Could you, man, you?" And I told him, "Can I talk? It's my show." He right. kept interrupting me. Why does he do that? He really didn't. He really didn't.
3: Emotions were high. At the end, Greg is like, yes, I let you talk. And you're like, no, you didn't.
1: (laughs) What's playing? Something's playing. Cappy. No, not me. Yeah, it was. Why are you adjusting (laughs) your volume? God, you're a scumbag, too. Why am I dead. What? That's excessive? Excessive. No, it's,
4: it's aggressive. I mean, jeez. JT the Brick and me and Dave Roberts were all scumbags?
1: I never called JT or uh, Dave Roberts. Yes, you that did. That was a slip of the tongue. No, yeah. it wasn't
4: a slip of the you tongue. Called you called JT said T. the Brick one. I did. did, but
1: I also yeah. just texted him and said, hey, we're still so best friends. Sorry,
4: I called you a scumbag on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. He, right. he
1: gave us
2: gutless. I'm taking yeah. it up a Speaking of JT the Brick. the and Raiders, gutlessness. The Raiders gutless still. What happened to the greatness of the Raiders? Um, It At, lasted for like a game. And like a half. Of this game because did I look at the circle of trust I went back after the game Mm because I wasn't even paying like I was kind of watching the game but I wanted to watch the games like I didn't want to be on the second screen very much so I'm watching the games and then after the game I scroll back and I felt for our guys like the vice president of the handsome man community Mm -hmm. Omar all the Raider fans in there they thought for a second they had it going into the half and then the second half, Patrick Mahomes became Patrick Mahomes. Well,
4: it was 14 nothing at one point in the game. The Raiders had the lead. And I'm thinking to myself, yes, yes. And my son is going, Why do you care if the Raiders win? Right. I go, Because they're eight and a half point underdogs. And now And you pick the Raiders. With a, yeah, with a fourteen nothing lead, yeah. that's twenty two and a half points. Yeah. I'm like, so I want to see the Raiders cover. Yeah. Because I thought last week it was highly entertaining to A, watch the Raider fans come after you. For the Raiders covering the 13 points. Then
2: I picked the Chiefs again.
4: Right. But then not only did they come after you for covering, you flipped the whole thing on them by going, you guys are a bunch of losers. (laughs) Seriously. Like, wait, you guys are coming at at me because the Raiders covered, but they lost? Right. You guys are happy that the Raiders covered? What a bunch of losers you guys are. And all these Raider fans are like, wait a second. Sedano was so arrogant when he picked them to. They were going to get smoked by the Dolphins. Now he was wrong, but wait, he's turned the whole thing on me,
2: and now I'm a loser? You flipped it on him. That's what I do. I flip the script. Flismo flop. Yeah, I flip the script. Is what that was. Hashtag flip the script. You did it. Uh, and then the Chiefs covered. Yeah, they did. How'd you do this week? I went five for five. I don't know how I did on my picks. You know, George, it's NFL I, music I
3: feel like you only ever wanted to talk about the picks the week after. That's not true.
2: I've been when w- you do well. I know. I have even said the weeks I'm like, "Man, I did crappy this week." I've said that those words many a times. Not but to I us, feel but like to somebody. I feel like when I talk, it's my show Yes. I feel like I've done okay this year. This isn't a great NFL bet.
1: You don't like this one? No, it's how about not this great. One? But yeah, the NFL Ra- film's
2: bad. There we go. Like the rate I think you're still winning though, Lindsay, aren't you? Let me check right now. I'll have to update the... Okay, well, while you do that, she didn't update the spreadsheet. The Raiders, here's the problem with the Raiders, and I said this at the beginning of the year, and Raider fans didn't want to hear me. Hold on, sh-
1: Lindsay, you can't complain when my mic's on. They should. it sounds like roller skating. They
2: should have tanked. This was the year to get yourself Caleb Williams or Drake May and get yourself in a position where then you can, down the road, compete for real with the Chiefs. And in whatever and not have the worst quarterback in the division
4: yeah but you know what the problem was for the Raiders going into this season is that they, they already, paid Garoppolo well but and even that it was stupid well yes it was but the reason they paid Garoppolo is because er- mcDaniel well wait a second and the other guy' Ziegler and they're Zig all, Ziegler and they're all fired yeah and they're all gone so so the general manager the head coach and the offensive coordinator were all champions of Jimmy Garoppolo Because they had some interaction with him at the early part of his career in New England. They thought they were going to be able to take the Patriot way. And do it with the Raiders. By having the same quarterback. Correct. And it didn't work out. And the only guy that still has a job is Garoppolo. Right. The rest of those fools got paid, and they're off on a beach somewhere. But you see, that was the problem that Mark Davis had. Mm -hmm. Is that he had a high-priced coach and general manager, and they wanted to win as fast as possible. Yeah. And Mark Davis... Probably in some ways was like, you guys do what you want. You guys think Garoppolo's the go to guy? You guys get Garoppolo. They paid Garoppolo, he's terrible, and everybody got fired as a result. So now there is no tanking at this point right. for, for you know a top level quarterback. Yeah. They're they're in the same position the Raiders that so many other teams have found themselves in this year. Right. Where you have a rookie quarterback as your backup, right, and that guy winds up playing. And he's not a first-rounder. He's a fifth-rounder. Right, he's all right. He's only okay. Yeah. He's not considered your quarterback of the future. Put it this way. He's a good backup. But he's not Brock Purdy. Right. When Brock Purdy came in, he led and elevated the 49ers. Right. You can say
2: you say whatever you want about Brock Purdy. Right. He, he's got the best left tackle. He's got great skill guys. But he's pushed, got a great running back. He pushed the ball down the field, unlike Garoppolo, and opened up their passing game.
4: And so everybody would like to be able to find a Brock Purdy. Right. But there's... It just doesn't happen. And by the way, he Bef- makes that noise too. Be- before Brock Purdy,
2: there was a Russell Wilson. There was a Tom Brady. There are guys that have gone late in the draft that have allowed teams to have a window of real success. There have been
4: a guy like a Kurt Warner who was yeah, undrafted. That's true. There you go. Who worked his way team to team until he finally found someplace and came into his prime. Right. But the Raiders don't have a quarterback.
2: That's what they don't have. No. So they, what's what I'm saying? They should have gone. At the beginning of the season, I said, you should tank. Remember we had Paul Gutierrez on. I said, Paul, why aren't they tanking? He laughed and he said, yeah, I mean, I guess they could, they should, but they're not going to do that, you know, with Where's, the management they have in place. I,
4: I honestly cannot think of anybody in football that would. Like, you know how tanking became fashionable when the 76ers. Oh, well, Andrew Luck, the Colts did it. Suck for luck. Yeah, they did. But I don't. do you think that they were intentionally sucking for luck? The organization 100% did.
2: I don't remember it quite as clearly as you do. Oh, trust me, I, I remember it vividly. Yeah, I don't. F- for reasons I will tell you later. Why? I'll just tell you later. Oh, I want to know what they are. You just, I'll tell you later. You,
4: can I tell them on the air after you tell me off the air? Not really. Oh, okay. No. That's too bad. Anyway, look, mm-hmm. I just don't know anybody in football that will tank. I'll, I'll, I'll use the Rams as a prime example. You don't think the Cardinals are tanking this year? No, I don't think so. I think they're just terrible. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're intentionally terrible.
2: Yeah, I think they're trying to get rid of Kyler Murray, and then they're going to go and get themselves another quarterback.
4: They would love to get rid of Kyler Murray. Yeah. They gave him this massive contract. Yeah. He's been hurt. They don't think he's he's invest time into the game. Yeah. And he's not that good. You know, he, he's an exciting guy when he was fully healthy, yeah. and he could run around, right. but he's
2: not really that good. But that's the Raiders' problem, is that they wanted they, they should have like made an organizational decision to like, hey, let's just see what Aiden O'Connell is, and we'll figure out what we've got on the team, and then... We can make a decision moving forward that justifies us drafting a quarterback, like high.
4: Yeah, well, listen, here's the problem that the Raiders have. It's the same problem that the Chargers have. You have Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, and I know I did not anticipate it, but Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, five straight wins? Yeah, but Russell Wilson's not going to be there very long. Well, you say that— They're going to trade him. (laughs) <laughs> you say that. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Go look at that contract and ask well, yourself, he, who's going to take he, here, Russell Wilson? Here's
2: why I know. So I was listening to Unsportsmanlike, our morning show. With Evan Canty and Michelle. Correct. And they had Drew Brees on. Mm-hmm. And Drew Brees was great in this And mm-hmm. you know Drew way back, right? Mm-hmm. Drew was great in this interview. And then all of a sudden, one of the questions was about, do you think Russell Wilson is the long-term solution? Mm-hmm. Do you think that's going to be a marriage that's long-term? Yeah. And he basically said, I don't, I, I, I'm not, I'm going to paraphrase, but he basically didn't say yes. Okay. So I feel like... You feel like, like he's talking to Peyton and Peyton's telling him this. I feel like he has to have some sort of relationship still of with Sean Oh, Peyton. they're very close. So the fact that he was very non-committal yeah. made me go, oh, okay. Well, good luck to the Denver Broncos to trade Russell Wilson because when you see
4: the contract that he oh, has, not the money ideal. that's on the way, the, the guaranteed money that he received and the annual salary that Russell Wilson... It's like $50 million. No, it's It's, crazy. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. The Rams were able to get rid of Jared Goff because Jared Goff was still up and coming, Mm -hmm. frankly. Um, Russell Wilson's on the back end. Mm -hmm. Good luck finding somebody that wants to trade for Russell Wilson.
2: Yeah. they. um, I'm trying to see how much dead money they would have. Oof. 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 oof, 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 oof. How bad? But that's if they cut him. I yeah. don't know if how it works with the trade. Well, you got to find somebody to trade for him.
4: Who wants to pay Russell Wilson $50 million a year? I mean, they might have fixed him. The Rams? No. There's always a team that feels know. they're like a veteran away. Arizona? You think Arizona would go, hey, Russell Wilson, that'll change everything? I don't know. I'd have to look. Give me a minute. I'll tell you the other problem that the Raiders have. What's that? Again, go back to coaches. You have Andy Reid and Sean Payton in the same division. Yeah. And Sean Payton has proven to be a truly professional coach. Yeah. To keep that team together, to Much keep that to locker your I was very surprised. Chagrin. I thought he would have lost this team weeks ago. Yeah. He's did not. Brought, He's brought him back. Yeah. So you have really great coaches. Yeah. Raiders don't have one.
2: Chargers don't have one. No. Uh, you know. I'll tell you what's great, Cappy. Tell me. is our friends at NextGen, because they're the official AC heat and plumbing company of SoCal sports fans. That's right. NextGen, the absolute best. I had a drain problem in my house. I hit my guy Ismail up. Ismail. Yeah. Ismail. Bro, he took care of business for me. Ismail is the owner of NextGen, the CEO. Started off as a tech, now runs the company. That's how this thing works. Born and raised in Anaheim. Just like you guys listening right there, man. Born and raised in SoCal, Anaheim. A great story. And you know, I love the personal relationship. So I, when I hit him up, said, yo, I got a drain problem. He's like, do you want me to send the guy tonight? I'm like, no, no, bro, tomorrow. Relax, we're good. So he sent my guy, Rigo, who not only explained to me the issue with the drain, but he educated me and then fixed it and we were good to go. And they've got a drain inspection with a camera inspection, a drain cleaning with a camera inspection for only 44 bucks right now through the end of the month. Of course, you got to take advantage of this, guys. And here's the thing, with your AC situation, you get a 28-point full heat and AC safety inspection and tune-up for only 44 bucks through the end of the month. That's never seen before pricing, guys. All right? Whether it's the slow drain or you want to just make sure your AC and your heating is working properly, $44. Call NextGen at 833-3NEXTGEN. That's 833-3NEXGEN. They got 10 locations across the Southland, so they got you covered whether you're whether you're in the IE, the OC, LA County. You name it, the desert, they got you. 400 trucks, okay? The Torrance location took care of me. So call them at 833 3 NextGen. That's 833 3 N E X G E N. And say goodbye to your AC heating or plumbing problems. 833 3 NextGen or online, nextgenairandplumbing.com to schedule your appointment.
0: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash network all lowercase go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash network Beavis
1: and Butthead. 536 of the Southland on a live imaging Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Radio Tinder time. We like to play a TV theme. How about this one? On this day in 1997, the last episode of Beavis and Butthead aired on MTV. The series was later resumed briefly in 2011. And now on Paramount Plus, they make new episodes. Huh? No they new split episodes? It. Yeah, they split it where half of the episode is like normal Beavis and Butthead and the other half is them old. That's fine. Oh, no way. And like the Beavis about Ed Metaverse.
4: I need to see what they look like. Same old. voice guys and everything? Yeah,
1: it's all Mike Judge. And I was watching it the other night, and you know, it's not as good as the original, but it still makes you feel warm and fuzzy. And here's the thing. Instead of reviewing music videos, they'll review like YouTube stuff. It's pretty funny. Oh, That's good. actually yeah. hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you can follow her at Lindsay Baseball on Twitter Instagram. Don't forget about our sponsor this holiday season, Takiva Mandala. Always swipe right on Takiva Mandawa. Founded in the city of Dowdy, just like me. I don't know where the bell is. Oh, there it is.
3: Take it away, producer. Thanks, Christopher. You know that I played the Beavis and Butthead video game on my Sega at the time when I was younger. I remember that game. And I could never beat the last one. I could never beat the last level.
4: How old are (laughs) Beavis and Butthead now? Well, like it, when they fast like in, forward to today, how old like in are they?
1: Fifties, sixties. Oh my gosh! Really? That <laughs> no old? way. I think Gotta so. Be, yeah. they're, really? they're senior citizens. Jeez. Come on. Well, they were teenagers thirty years ago.
4: What year what so was that? Would make them. Wasn't that like the late eighties, early nineties?
1: <laughs> early nineties, ninety three to ninety seven was the run. Wow, that was thirty years ago. But it kind of jumped the shark when the movie came out because it was amazing. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, adults were like, <laughs> and it was like, well. <laughs> <so. laughs> So um
4: okay, so Beavis and Butthead are in their fifties now, and do they have any life at all? Do these guys yeah, it's have the jobs the same life or careers? They're They're doing the doing same thing. They same still thing. wear Metallica t shirts yeah. slayer? Chilling on the couch with really? no furniture in their living room. <laughs> yeah. Oh good God. Poor guys. We should get them a job here.
3: Cool. I
2: Why mean, no. we've done it for other people.
1: We got fifty year old never mind.
3: <laughs> Take it away, but Thanks, Christopher. All right, so the long-running beef between Chris Paul and Scott Foster is one of the strangest running storylines in the NBA, but the origins of their feud are a bit murky, maybe until now. Earlier this month, of course, Chris Paul was ejected from a game after calling Foster a bleep, and then after the game, he acknowledged that he had a sit down with the ref during his time on the Clippers. Uh, Well, one theory about how this whole thing started was brought up by Gilbert Arenas on his podcast. He said, quote, The situation with his son, I believe after a game, little Chris was playing in the tunnel. Scott Foster, in the car with other refs, rolled up to him, honked the horn at him, yelled at him, get the bleep out of the way, and a bunch of other expletives to a little kid. Wow. So then CP3 found out and naturally, you know, he he didn't really like that. And so I guess that's where this started. So if this story is true, does CP3 have a gripe? Swipe left or swipe right, George?
2: Yeah, if that's the case, if that indeed is the case, I could see where there would be an issue. Um, I don't get the Scott Foster aspect of this, though, um, where he clearly has made this personal. Um, you know, like I said, I did that game on Wednesday, and he tossed him, and it was funny because I, like, I was tweeting in real life, like, real in real time. Not um, in real life? Yeah, well, IRL as well. Okay. Um, I said, oh, Scott, here, the uh, I said something to the effect of, like, Oh, the saga of, like, the Scott Foster, Chris Paul thing continues. He just teed up Chris Paul. And then I was like, oh, wait, he just teed Chris Paul up again and just tossed him. And then I was like, oh, wait, there's a third tee. He's now giving one to Steve Kerr all in 60 seconds. <laughs> it was like, it reminded Have you ever seen the movie Forget Paris? No, I forgot. Uh, with Billy Crystal? You've never seen it? Was that Billy Crystal and uh, Meg Ryan? No. Oh, who's who's on the other side? Billy Crystal and Diane Winger.
4: Oh, Diane Winger. Yes, you know what? I have seen that movie. There's like all a right, bird. Yes, that, you know, they're on the bridge and the tower. And the well, whole he's thing. like a
2: referee. Uh-huh. Yes. And in in he's a basketball referee. And yeah. the funniest part of the movie is I for remembered. He to- I forgot Paris, and I remember Paris. I do. He loses. Like he gets all upset because he's not with her mm-hmm. um, on Thanksgiving, and they're playing. The Lakers are playing the Pistons, and it's Kareem's farewell game, and. He, like, starts tossing people, and he tosses cream, and cream's like, wait, you can't toss me, Mickey. It's my farewell game. And he goes, let me be the first one to bid you farewell. (laughs) And he tosses, and I felt like that was what Scott Foster was doing the other night. It was insane. Well, also a Thanksgiving game, which I thought was funny.
4: So to answer your question, though, does Chris Paul have a beef? Uh, If somebody did that to your kid, a little kid, you'd be pissed. Hey, but at some point, you got to get over it. Right, uh, but
2: he's not the one that's had the issue. The referee's the one that's had the issue with him. Well, that's why it's it's interesting to figure out who has the beef with so, who. So, if I had to put it all together based on that story Gilbert Arenas told, which mm-hmm. is speculation, of course. If, let's just say, for argument's sake, that that story was true, okay? And Scott Foster did curse out Chris Paul's little kid mm-hmm. uh, in the tunnel because he was, like, playing while the referee's car was trying to get out of the tunnel after the game. And then Chris Paul... I remember after the game he said, Yeah, I've had issues with him going way back. Clearly, we even had a meeting with the league. Um, so my guess is he probably brought that incident to the league's attention. And if that's the case, if all this is true, then maybe Scott Foster has this underlying thing for Chris Paul because like he he ratted me out to the league. Like maybe that all jives. But right now, if it was Bronny James and he was a little kid,
4: Scott Foster wouldn't have done that to no Bronny James.
3: No, he wouldn't know.
4: It is
2: really weird, though, that if you look at, like, just the games Scott Foster officiates with Chris Paul, the record is absurd. I don't know why the league allows this to happen. I I mean, well, you're not Richard Jefferson. Basically, said the same thing on our podcast. I I don't know why
4: they do that. Stephen A. said the same thing. Yeah. Why would you let this referee officiate this player? And if
2: you think, well, we can't make exceptions for guys, then fire him. Is he that important? The problem is he grades out really well. But this Chris Paul thing is a thing and it's a real thing that people are keeping track of. I think Chris Paul in Scott Foster games is like three and eighteen. Like it's absurd. Yeah. But this whole idea of him
4: bawling out some little kid for running around playing, and first of all, you probably know it's a player's kid, number one. And number two, what does that say about you? Like, he's a kid playing and you're a referee. You should just be polite. You'd have to ball out some little kid. Because he's in the
2: way of your golf cart trying to get you out of the arena? And again, this allegedly happened according to Gilbert Arenas when Chris was with the Clippers. So that means little Chris long was, time ago. was really little. Yeah, You know?
3: Get off my long guy. Those are the worst.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Scott Foster's just... There's something going on there.
3: Something weird about him.
2: Yeah. yeah. All
3: right, so 56 years and 49 albums into her music career, Dolly Parton has a new milestone to celebrate. The country legend's album Rockstar recently became the highest charting lp of her career debuting at number three on the billboard 200 chart she released rockstar which features stevie nicks chris stapleton miley cyrus elton john and a lot of other people on november 17th before this week uh parton had risen as high as only number six on the billboard 200. so good for her a lot of people think that her epic halftime performance at the cowboys commanders game on thanksgiving probably helped her publicity and you know helped with the downloads and everything so I was going to ask if you guys were a fan of her halftime performance.
2: Well, I heard Cappy wasn't. Yeah, it's nope. horrible. No, I mean, I heard this. Horrible? It, it, got, it got back to me even while away. It was like, so bad. Even
3: when he was out of pocket.
2: Yeah. It was so bad. Why did you? I didn't watch very much of it. Please, so I don't, Please do me a favor. Yeah. Just
4: go on YouTube. Yeah. And watch Dolly Parton's halftime at the Cowboys game. Yeah. So look, at 77 years old, she looks great. I thought... She sounded good, even though I kind of thought she was lip-syncing everything. Yeah, they all do that on the um, show. She, she was singing Queen songs, We Are the Champions, Like, so she wasn't singing her own stuff.
3: She, she sang three songs,
4: two were hers. But, the, but dude, it's this massive stage. It's this gigantic stadium, right? Yeah. And she is this little older lady who doesn't have a stage show per se. Right. So she's holding on. I promise you, you have to watch this. She's holding on so she doesn't fall off the stage because she's probably wearing these heels that are uncomfortable and she can't balance on them. And she's wearing this Dallas Cowboy cheerleader uniform, which I thought was very funny the way they put it together because she's 77. Right. So even though she's thin and she looks great at 77, they had it like skin colored so you don't see her skin because she's 77. Right. She's not 25. Right. But she's holding on to the stage so she doesn't fall off. Then... She walks like 10 feet to the other side of the stage and then she holds on to that side and then she comes back over and she she couldn't like she couldn't balance or she couldn't stay up all I thought was this Dolly Parton, 77 years old. Girl, you look good. You sound good. I don't think the cowboy uniform was necessarily flattering. And honestly, I don't know why you're holding onto the stage. And and she may be America's sweetheart. And I like Jolly Parton just fine. And it doesn't I sound like I just thought it. it was a terrible performance. Yeah, it just doesn't sound you're like it. it. wasn't good. You're a bad guy. Why? I mean, she's America
1: seems to love it. She's a national treasure. Why?
3: I mean... Cappy, I just want to say, like, would it change your mind if you found out that there was a stage malfunction that caused her to be like a little nervous about the situation and she had to hold on? If that, if that
4: were the case and there was some sort of stage malfunction... And that explains why she was holding on? That would
2: help me out a little bit. Um, Listen, would it have changed your mind if maybe you would have had some Tequila Mandala? You know, because Radio Tinder is presented by Tequila Mandala. Probably would have helped. Award-winning small batch premium sippy tequila made for the finest mature agaves. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com, and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. Um, Yeah, I, 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 I don't know, man.
4: Oh, Morales is having so much fun just deciding what the show should sound like in the background. I, I love it. I, I I only saw like the clips on horrible. Twitter, and horrible. it seemed
2: fine. Horrendous.
3: You just said she looked good, she sings good, but it was horrible. It was so a horrible which, performance.
2: It? You, completely a, it was a, it was a horrible performance. But what made it horrible? Because she's too old? No,
4: her age has nothing to do with it. Listen, oh. Mick Jagger still goes on the stage and kills it. I told the story I mean, yesterday. Loved it. I told the story yesterday that um that I, I saw Stevie Nicks Last summer at Doheny State Beach um, during that Eddie Vedder festival, seventy-five years old, killing it. Last week we were at Yamava. We saw that guy from Jefferson Starship, eighty-five years old, incredible. Age had nothing to do with it. The 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 Dallas Cowboy cheerleader uniform on a seventy-seven-year-old woman. I'm sorry, guys, it didn't look so hot to me. Oh, but you're so you're worried. About, you're talking and about the attire. her inability to move around the stage without having to hold on to the stage. I was like, what is she doing? It just to me. I'm just telling you this, I don't want to hear about Dolly Pardon cancellation here, all right? Bad performance. I don't
3: think anyone's canceling They're Dolly trying cancel oh, oh. They're oh, trying you. to cancel me. Oh. They're trying to cancel me
4: for having a for having an anti-Dolly Pardon opinion. I mean, I could understand it.
3: I mean, it was a little janky stage. you know. Is that really reports, the case? That's what the
4: reports Millions are. and millions of dollars spent Those on that stage? Those things
3: happen all the time. I remember the Super Bowl. I worked in Minneapolis, Minneapolis, Minnesota, whatever. Uh, JT, like half of his halftime show got cut out because there was an issue with getting this part of the stage y- up You somewhere. know what Cappy
2: wanted? Cappy wanted Dolly to like hang from the ceiling like Ludacris did at the Atlanta Falcons. That was game cool. This weekend, that was cool. That's what Cappy wanted. Or maybe
4: something like you know Pink does, you know, like she does the trapeze or something. Yeah,
2: I I saw that on social media. The Ludacris performance. What's up, I did not see that. That oh, was yeah. awesome. His fro oh, looked amazing. You Haven't seen it at all. No. Oh, oh it it's incredible. pretty cool. Yeah, really good. See uh, now that I liked. Right, but he's also like forty years younger than her. At least thirty. I'm just telling
4: you guys, listen. Dolly Parton, I got no problem. Someone that makes no this problem. kind of magic with Kenny this Rogers. Is a jam yeah. right here. You can't say anything about it. Why? Why? I like this song just fine. I like, uh, what was the name of that movie she had in the 80s? With Debra Coleman? What was it called? Yeah,
3: she sang that song at the halftime performance that you claim she didn't sing. This song right here? No, 9 no. to 5. Oh, 9 to 5? Yeah. yeah. Working 9 to 5.
4: Yeah. I mean, I liked her back then. I mean, I'm sure she's a very lovely lady. You don't she don't
3: looked not like great. Jolene? It's a great song. That's was all right. Oh, I love Jolene.
2: That was all right. all right. Uh anyway. All right. That is Radio Tinder brought to Please you. Please go watch this performance. Each and every day. so bad. <laughs> Everybody just has to be so politically correct. It's not politically correct. I political really think she killed it. Horrible.
4: People love her. You're I understand guy, people Kevin. love her. Yeah. I love her too. You horrible. don't. Horrible no, no, you don't love horrible. her. Horrible. You don't love her. It was a horrible performance. You don't love her. You no, love her. I haven't even
2: watched it and I think You, you know don't two love things
4: her. can be true at the same time. No, you know. not this. No, it's true. You can love her and hate her at the same time.
1: You know what I'm going to need after our walk? Tell me. After working with you on this side. A little tequila mandala. Uh, tequila
2: mandala and a Coors Light. So oh, yeah. Good. Tell them about nice. your friends at Coors, Kathy.
4: You know what? Uh, that's what I'm going to do tonight. I'm going to have an icy cold Coors Light. I really am. I'm planning on... In fact, I had a couple this weekend. Out of the bottle. You know, I've been telling you that I'm really into Coors Light in the draft, but now I'm, I had them out of the bottle this weekend. The mountains were ice cold. And that's what we should do tonight. We should go for a nice walk around downtown L.A. We'll get our steps in. We'll get some exercise. We'll work our heart a little bit. And then, Cold crisp, shall I say, refreshing, icy cold core's Light, keeping Southern California chill all season long.
1: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy
3: price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels.
2: So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting.
0: Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line.
1: Gosh, you're gutless. It's a live imaging Tuesday with Sonata. Turn on my mic, please. Eight minutes in front of six o'clock. Yesterday, November 27th. Of course, we lost it back in 1970. The legend, Jimi Hendrix, happy birthday. You know, you kind of stepped on it. I stepped bit. on it. It's different on this side. Yeah. I got to get used to this side. Well, got you
4: podcasting well, in the middle of the show or something?
1: No, nah, I did that already. Oh. I never had done that. How'd it go? I, I think okay. I don't know. Then I got to go in there and yell at Cappy. You did I, yell like at I Cappy. Like I used to yell at Key in the break and I kicked the trash can at him.
4: Yeah, but you know what? I'm holding this bat now. I am now a protected, weaponized human being.
1: I don't want to walk with you after the show. Come
4: near me today. You I might want, get the bat. I'm so
1: upset with you. You are. I'm just going to walk with Lindsey and Chewy. Really?
4: You, Chewy, and Lindsay
1: Yeah. Me, I'm out I don't know. Because well, you're you, mad at me. Well, last night I asked you, and then you're like, oh, Sonato." he's like, i got to go to Beverly Hills to see the Browns. <laughs> well, I, I mean, that's it. where they're staying. Yeah. Are you going to Craig's?
4: No, we're not going out for dinner. We're just going to the team hotel to hang out.
1: Oh, you're going to get a free meal there. Yeah, I would think so. So yeah. you, I wasn't your first choice.
4: No, you were my second choice tonight. <laughs> 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 I didn't like the fact that you texted me like this like with this assumption no it wasn't that, like assumption. that we were dating In, tonight you know that-
1: what it's funny it's funny cuz i even said to winds i hope rachel's next to him when this text comes through why is that because here's what i wrote cuz so he's she
4: mad cuz he's mad at her because she's no, I'm not oh, mad at she posted oh, on oh wait the she posted yeah. sadly on his on his well uh, i thought Instagram. that was inappropriate inappropriate yeah it's a public forum
1: well, I guess kind of. I mean people it's, like, can, it's people, basically
4: a town square. Yeah, I mean people can comment
1: on your stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know? It's, it's a little much. So I wrote last night at 7:47 mm-hmm. to Scott Kaplan. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking tomorrow night after the show? We should work out or at least go for a walk on the streets. I've gotten the bug back, thank God. Now, it's it's not a reach to think that we we do something usually after the show together if mm-hmm. we're both staying here.
4: Mm-hmm. We're both staying at the East Central tonight. Correct.
1: So it wasn't such a reach. No, it wasn't a reach. So what what did I say? I didn't say, hey, love.
4: No, no, but it was like this assumption that it's you and me. And I had to tell Chris, tonight you're my second choice. Tonight I'm going to Beverly Hills to hang out with the Browns in the team hotel. Go find out if Miles Garrett is going to play. Yeah. Go find out if Joe Flacco's getting ready. Yeah, get some info for us. I will. I'll get some inside info. Yeah. What are you going to do? I'm going to be a journalist tonight. There you go. Hear that? Journalism. I love it. Is what that is. Mm -hmm. It's journalism. By the way, I got to tell you something. I'm looking at the show today on YouTube, mm-hmm. I honestly think this new Miami Sunday Swagger shirt that I'm wearing might be my favorite Sunday Swagger wow. shirt in the entire collection. That says a lot. That's a big, bold statement right there. That's a bold statement. Because I thought last week when I got the new uh, Christmas holiday shirt with the light bulbs, I thought that was going to be my favorite. Mm-hmm. That's lit. The new Miami shirt is even litter.
1: I ordered one of those last night too, the lit, on Cyber Monday. You did, huh? On the Sunday Swagger app.
4: kind of a special deal you get?
1: Gosh, the discounts are deep, deep, deep discounts. They've extended it today. Some polos are going for nineteen ninety nine. Some twenty nine ninety nine. Beautiful.
4: Well, you missed a great time, George, down at Sunday Swagger headquarters. Yeah. Oh man, did we have a good time down Iron there? I heard
2: Mason was uncomfortable.
4: Well, he was uncomfortable because I busted his chops. Because you know he bounced on me
2: at Yamava. No, oh, he, no, I right there. At he Sunday bounced Swagger. on me at Sunday yeah. Swagger. Right.
4: You know, because he had to get home by four twenty.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's it was
4: It was a little annoying.
2: Yeah. You know, But whatever. Um. People are a little annoyed with the Lakers. Yeah.
4: They're also annoyed with me and my whole Dolly Pardon takes. So yeah, I know that's have coming. To excuse in.
2: me, everybody. Yeah, that's coming in. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question, Cappy. Go ahead. At ten and eight, what do you think the Lakers are? Like, what kind of team are they? Um.
4: They are a slightly better than five hundred team.
2: <laughs> yes. Thank you.
4: You're welcome. Here's the thing, they're they're just not that much better. You know what I mean? Like like there have been some games this year where they've won games and you said, Hey, look, they beat Phoenix. Okay, that was an impressive win. But as I recall, two of the three stars for the Suns were out of that game. They were. You know, they beat the Clippers on a night where they made a big comeback. It was very exciting. Yeah. That was great. Um, they've had big, good, impressive wins. They've taken the tournament, the in season tournament, seriously, Mm -hmm. which I I have found um has made me take it more seriously. Mm -hmm. They're solid. But they're not much
2: better than solid yet through 18 games. Right. And what I would say is the guys they brought back, would you say they have underperformed? Because I would say that that would be putting it mildly at times.
4: I will tell you guys this, and this was one of my biggest concerns. Austin Reeves was a great player when he was a young, undrafted, making-no-money guy. Austin Reeves was great. Now, Austin Reeves is a guy making whatever it is, $15 million, million a year? $12 million, it's okay. not a lot. but I, in, in the NBA world, it's not a lot. Yeah. But when you're making $750,000, right. and then all of a sudden you're making $12 million, yeah. you know what people expect you to do? No, they expect you to perform. They expect you to play like a $12 million player. Right. But you see, when you're making seven fifty dollars and you're playing like a $12 million player, everybody's like, pay that guy, sign that guy. Right. Then you sign
2: him and you pay him. And he's actually playing like the $750,000 player. Right. He had a stretch when he went to the bench. Things looked good. And then, yeah, he's just been kind of up and down. Like, he he's had a couple of stinkers. That Sacramento game, he was 1 of 12. He was 4 of 11. Um, you know, it, he's just had some moments where there's a lot. 4 of 10 last night, sorry. Um, there's just been some moments. Like, he, it looked like he turned the corner after he went to the bench. And there were some good games in there. What
4: was the game? Was it against the Clippers where it went to overtime and he had the big overtime? Yeah, it was yeah. like he had scored seven points, I think, in the overtime right. period. Okay, but look, I don't want to make this just about Austin Reeves. No, Rui hasn't played well. And Rui's also been hurt. And But and, he hasn't played well when he's in there. Right. And and D'Angelo
2: Russell? yeah, He's putting up numbers, but I don't feel like it's impactful.
4: Yeah. And and here's the other part of it. I mean, listen, you may not like to hear this, George, but I'm going to have to just be the person that says it. Anthony Davis. Don't you dare.
2: I, I got to say it. Wait. I, I mean, I said what I said about Dolly Pardon. Don't you dare say it right now. Say what you're going to say and be a man and do it at the top of the hour.
4: I got to be a man? Yeah. I don't know if I want to be a man. Be a man and do it at the I top of the hour. I don't know if I can be a man. Hour I'm not every, sure.
2: When the new audience is tuning in. New audience. audience. Okay. Are you having fun today? I am. I know. Well, It's like a morning show in the
1: afternoon. We should have TV themes playing. But, ju- but before that, Cappy, wacky tell him about how you're
4: going to Yamavon on Thursday with Mason. Yeah, this is going to be quite interesting. Thursday afternoon, it's a combo plate. Me, Mason, Christopher Arthur Morales, Lindsey Baseball, and everybody that's coming out from the Circle of Trust and maybe the occasional mafioso. This upcoming Thursday, we are at the 909 Sports Bar, the greatest sports bar on the planet, inside Yamava Resort and Casino. But we're there for a special thursday afternoon broadcast broadcast starts at twelve fifty-five, goes till is it 2 30 or 3 30 3 30 p.m so look thursday you want to come hang out you want to have a great time we'll be at the 909 at yamava resort and casino we'll see you there sucker.